Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geese geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who loves to be told to like things. It's Frank. How are you today? Oh, I love being told to like things. I love being told to like things. I love being obligated to to have fun god it's so uh, funny that you said obligated i'm gonna write that down that's really funny it will it okay. will be funny to you maybe later um, okay li- i love things that are funny maybe later obligated. um i also love beer and i would love to hear about whatever beer you are enjoying today. well i hate to disappoint you i'm not drinking a beer even though you do what? love beer. i know Ooh. what is cool what what uh, what is crazy is that I actually went and got a you pick six like all October Ooh. pumpkin whatever, and I just didn't feel like it this week. So I'm going to be drinking pumpkin into Christmas. That's okay. <laughs> so I'm drinking another whiskey, which Ooh. I've never had before. Um, this is Jefferson's whiskey. Oh yes, I've seen this. A very small batch blend of straight bourbon whiskeys. Um, for, bottled in the McLean and Kine Louisville, Kentucky facility. Um, it's just got a jolly old picture of Jefferson on the front. And uh, I like Thomas Jefferson for the most part. So I thought that I should try it. And it is really good. Nice. I've seen that. I've seen that at the liquor store, but never actually picked it up. It's, so not, it's, it, it's not very thick. You know how some whiskeys uh-huh. you could be like... It's like not syrup in your mouth, but you know it's just sure, like, sure. It's a, yeah, it's a yeah. denser, it's a denser liquid. Um, this uh-huh. one's really thin, like it's already not been watered down, but it's um, smooth, I guess that way. Uh-huh. Um, it's a liquidy liquid. Uh, I I like it. It's good. I don't know if I would. It would be my first choice to get again, um, but that's okay. Uh, I did get it because it not relates to what I'm talking about. It, it doesn't relate to what I'm talking about with you today, but it like could be adjacent. So it was kind of my choice for this evening. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So is there a particular name, uh, Jefferson's Whiskey, but is there a particular name of the blend or whatever? No, actually. So just it's, Jefferson's Whiskey. It's just Jefferson's Whiskey. If I cool. bottled for Jefferson's Bourbon Company, Crestwood, Kentucky, uh, okay. and that's it. That's like literally just Jefferson's. S- straightforward. I love it. Yeah, it is really straightforward. Uh, mine is also straightforward. Uh, as I have mentioned, I'm I'm clearing out the light beers mm. to get ready for for fall. Clearing and, out my uh, night beer, my light on beer, my night beer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting rid of light beer. And uh, as part of that, I am going to get rid of this Modelo mm. Cerveza Especial. Modelo's great. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Modelo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Um, so yeah, it's you know it's simple, it's straightforward, but it's a classic, and it's uh, it's uh, in my fridge. So great. Uh, now it's uh, getting in my belly. Getting in my belly. Get in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Frank, we're here for what is another rendition of a um, a listener favorite. Hit me with your best shot. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're here for Hit Me With Your Best Shot. I am going to convince Frank, get this, I want to convince Frank to read a book um, mm. but, or listen to it. I don't really care what you do. Sure. Like, you know, but Frank, this is a fantasy book and I'm going Ooh. to convince you to read this book. Okay. okay? Wow. That is threatening. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds violent. It's going to get violent. Actually, the book is not violent, but it is action-packed. So, um, so um, Frank, have you ever heard of the author Brandon Sanderson before? The forgotten um, Sanderson brother of the Sanderson sisters. <laughs> <laughs> we three sisters here. and our brother Brandon. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he does tour guides around Salem. And yeah, he does. Yeah, well, that's why I thought you might know him, you know. <laughs> You know, you having what's lived there. Yes. Um, no, I don't know that I have. I mean, it kind of vaguely rings a bell, but I, I think that. It's well, just interesting, but, you know. Um, but I don't think it really does. I think my brain is just lying to me. So, no, I don't know if I know Brandon Sanderson. Okay. So No relation to Bernie Sanders, right? That's a No, guy. no. Okay. No, Brandon Sanderson is a um, is a, obviously an author. Um, in maybe like the preeminent fam- fantasy author um, out there right now. Um, and this book that I'm about to talk to you about is one that I would say is what propelled him forward. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, um, and you're going to tell me if you like these things. Okay. Okay. So Frank, do you like, um, the 17th century? It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's yes. fine. I'm just setting that up just so you have a picture yes. in your head. Somewhere in that I, li- time. I like 17th century, like, history. Yeah, Is right? That... Somewhere right. in there. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Keep that in your head. Frank, do you like stories that involve quests, as in, like, a character's on a quest or a hero's journey, if you will? Generally speaking, yes. You like a good hero's journey. Frank, do you like heists? I do like heists. Yeah. I do love a good heist, yeah. Do, do you like political heists? I Sure, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Frank, do you like rebellions against evil empires? You know I do. I know. Frank, do you like mysteries that involve some ways the past in archaeology? Yeah. Frank, do you like books about, or do you like stories that involve class wars, as in the rich versus the poor? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Do you like likable rogue characters? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do you like good action, Frank? Yes. Yeah. Do you like... Um, do you like fantasy worlds or science fiction worlds, you know, just make believe worlds that are easily to under, uh, easy to understand and completely accessible and not over explained? Yes. And Frank, finally, do you like superpowers? I do. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Then this book, uh, Mistborn is for you, Frank. Um, allow me to read the back of the book, you know, to elucidate some of what I'm talking about. The mists rule the night. The Lord ruler owns the world. Once a hero arose to save the world, he failed. Ever since, the world has been a wasteland of ash and mist 
controlled by the immortal emperor known as the Lord Ruler. But hope survives. A new uprising is forming, one built around the ultimate caper, the cunning of a brilliant criminal mastermind, and the determination of an unlikely heroine, a street urchin who must learn to master the power of a mistborn. Ooh. Yeah. It sounds pretty good, right? It sounds pretty good. It sounds a little bit Star Wars, a little bit Dune, a mm. little bit... Uh, X-Men. They want to get yeah, into it. It's actually yeah, a little X-Men, bit X-Men. Sure. Yeah, and, uh, Street yeah. Urchin obviously makes me think of like Aladdin. <laughs> but, you know, I, it's got like um, this uh, Oliver Twisty-ish okay, kind yeah, of Street yeah, yeah. Urchin, but Aladdin actually works that same same idea. Um, so, so we follow two characters in this book. One of them, her name is Vin. She's the Street Urchin. Imagine like, I don't know, Kiera Knightley, Natalie Portman in the early 2000s, like Pirates of the Caribbean, like, mm-hmm. you know, Phantom Menace kind of time, like that, you know, like just barely 18, 19 years old, that feisty added, like the kind of feisty, artful Dodger attitude. Artful Dodger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's one of your characters. That's your, that's your quest character. Well, there's a lot of characters on quests here, but like, that's your hero's journey character. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. She, she must learn um, the ways of the force, the ways of right. the Mistborn. Right. She has her mentor figure her obi-wan kenobi uh his name is kel he has a longer name but he's, his name is kelsier but everyone calls him kel um and he is the like i know what i'm doing guy you know i've got mm-hmm. a plan for a plan for a plan i'm the robin hood of this story but also i have powers um gotcha. and you and you are also have powers and learn this way and so that's kind of the basic you know like these are the characters you follow um but allow me to explain let me see. Let me. Uh, so the quest, I'll tell you, is to overthrow the evil empire. Basically, sure. the Lord Ruler is immortal. He there's this lower crat, the lower class that you know they're the slaves basically. So in okay. some ways, it's like it's kind of like Moses, right? You know, you have the slaves. Sure. Okay. They build yes. up everything. They do all the work. They've existed in this way for a thousand years. The Lord Ruler to them is is God. Like that's okay. like their. Like they they swear by his name, like oh Lord Ruler, like I didn't think that would happen, like that like that kind of that that kind of thing. And that so, gives me like Brave New World vibes, where they're like they swear to Henry Ford, like kind of yeah. So I guess what I what I want to say early on while I'm explaining is that Brandon Sanderson is um is a practicing something. I want to say Mormon, um could be practicing Mormon. Practicing something. He's a practicing something. He, he lives so in Utah, he's, he's so I'm going to say more. He's a man, he's of, a man of faith. And so the book is laced with that idea of, like, the importance of religion and, like, idols versus false gods versus real faith versus truth and all of that kind of stuff. Um, truth, justice, all that stuff. Exactly. Exactly, Frank. And so anyway, so this guy, Kelsier, he, he's kind of like that? Han Solo meets Captain Mal. From Ooh, yeah, yeah from so that, yeah, right. So when I'm, you know, yeah, you you like when you read something or you watch something, you're like you imagine somebody like adjacent in your mind to like who th- might play this character, or, or you just like have like I said, Kira Knightley was like who's mm-hmm. in my head. It's basically Nathan Fillion, circa 2000, in my head. Cool, yeah. Um, and he's that kind of that kind of character, and he's like, we're gonna overthrow. The, the the Lord Ruler, and here's my crew 
of lovable rogues Aha. that is going to do it. His newest lovable rogue is this young girl, Vin. And she is also special because she is this thing called a Mistborn. So let me explain. Let me explain the. That's the quest. Can I ask a, a, yes, a nerdy course. question? Can you spell that? Mistborn? M I S T B O R N. Quite literally, born of the mist. Right? All, all one word. All one word. Okay. Yep, that is not really a nerdy question. So I can hold the book up just, for you, too. If you... Just helps me. Okay, yeah. yeah. I have definitely not. Heard of this, by the way. So I'm not familiar with. I this. my friend Kevin, um, who I was friends with in high school, was has was read was, this came out in like 2005, 2006. Um, he tried to convince me to read it all the way back then, and I resisted up until a couple weeks ago. And I was like, I'll finally read it, and I devoured it. Like it was, I was totally into it because it's so accessible. Um, but anyway, let me tell you about what their powers are. So. In this world, if you were, if you're lucky enough to be born with powers, you're called an allomancer, which means you can control mm-hmm. metal. Um, mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. what you do is you like you can swallow like little bits of metal in an alcohol solution, and different metals give you different powers. And so, like if you are born as like a seeker, then you can find other people who have these powers. You could be born as um, what they call thugs and like you get really strong like that kind of you know like all that kind of way mistborns which are very rare you can use all of the powers interesting yeah so this is a little bit a little bit avatar the last airbender too uh yeah actually i didn't really think about it that way but yes those came out kind of concurrently so i feel like they're not maybe influenced by one another but certainly along the same ideas like you just have fire powers you just have water powers whatever right but the avatar has all of the powers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what they what the Mistborns do, they have like they carry like little bits of metal and coins with them and so they can like ricochet off of little bits of metal and fly through the air and like make themselves strong and you know, influence people's minds and like all this different stuff. And they are super cool and they're very there's very few of them. And okay. so kind of the big setup is that like they this crew is going to infiltrate high society like pretend to be of the elite to gain information to eventually topple, you know, the empire. the empire. And that's where the, you know, so it's a little, um, in some ways it's like a little Andor right now. If you wanted to like go in a star right. Wars direction, yeah, it's got yeah, like yeah. that okay. level of like, somebody knows something, maybe they're telling the truth. Maybe they're not like all that kind of thing. Um, so, but be, the world is easy to access because it like it just like because Vin is a new character, everything is explained to her. You know, like, oh, you're new to Alamancy, allow me to tell you what it is. Allow like here's your training montage, here's your like, this, here's your this. But because you have all these characters or these people who can use metal to their advantage, they go like they they're like, Well, we can't have swords because we those could be used against us, so they carry like wooden canes instead to duel Ah. and like things like things are made out of wood and stone and everything very little metal everywhere um and so um trying to think of a way to do this without giving everything away so if you go in like the heist direction it's like if you go in the uh or the star wars direction it would be like Mm -hmm. you've got to infiltrate the death star you've got to you know you have to turn to the you have to pretend to be part of the dark side to to then, you know, sure, you got to be stormtroopers to get into the, get into the, you know, 
The Death Star. The Death Star. I was going to say Docking Bay 94, the but deten- that's the deten- not correct. To get into the detention level. Correct. That's it. I, it was started with a D, and I knew I wasn't, I wasn't going to get there. Um, so that's the basic setup. I don't want to spoil anything uh, for you, but okay. I do... I do want to say this. I think um, you like stories that are about more than just the basic plot, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And so when what are you looking for in a story about a heist with people with Long some powers? Long walks on the beat. Oh, no. Oh, um... oh, no. That's not it. <laughs> Uh, what am I looking for in a? Sorry, can you re- when you when you're like when you're looking like when you're looking for like a good story to dive into, whether that be a TV show, uh, you know, a movie, whatever else. Like, um, like what do you like? What are the things that you like? I guess hit upon to be like, oh, this type, this theme excites me, or hmm. something like that. At this phase in my life, it's it's. The, the the kind of themes that like Star Trek tends to to touch on like things about like what it means to be human you know mm. like the uh, the the uh, the nature of aging or of being you know a parent or like these are the things that are that are sort of on my mind in my mid thirties mm-hmm. as a, a father of a one year old you know like um, so sort of the Captain Kirk in Wrath of Khan or um. Uh. Yeah. Just throughout Trek, right? Like yep. th- those are things that, that often recur about, like what it means to be human versus Vulcan or whatever. You know, like gotcha. using that as a as a plot device. Um. Those. Yeah. Those sorts of things I think are really uh interesting. Got it. To me. Okay. So then let right. me ask you these questions and tell me if they if they excite you. Like, so if you were say like watching a story and it's about like, what does it mean to be inspired? Um, and what um what does it take to be a good person and how do you classify that kind of action mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how do you know what the right thing to do is mm-hmm. in moments of tribulation um um do you want to see a character that is a combination of alfred pennyworth and jensen <laughs> yes yes his name is says it and he's amazing um so um i think that's i think that's um i think that's why i think you would like this because it's it's <laughs> you, you remember vitamin vegemin like uh, from of Isle of course I've... yeah do you poop out of parties? parties yeah so so my question is like do you are you pooped out of superheroes you know, but you still like uh-huh. that, but you still like what they talk about, you know, or, yeah. you know, with, but you're tired of like the mass destruction, you know, mm-hmm. or you, you know, something like that. I think that, yeah, yeah. um, I think that's what I, I liked about this. I liked about this book because you have, you have Vin, who's the young idealistic character. So you get like the, um, not even idealistic. She trusts nobody, but, um, mm-hmm. you have this, like the fresh eyes appeal that like oh i used to think like this but then you also have Ah. the characters that are much older you know they're like in their 30s and 40s and they're like but no this is actually how we think now so you have these like two thoughts of like what you used to be like when you were 18 and the way you thought the world worked 
like against these like well it's a bit of a gamble and we're kind of tired but like we could like let's try it you know um and then like what keeps you going at that age where it would be very easy to just like disappear and be like you know what it's somebody else's problem right because we sure. have that tendency at this age like i put in my time let somebody else yeah do, yeah. do the hard work and so you get a mm. bit of push, push and pull that way um yeah. Does this all make sense? I feel like it I've does. lost I feel like it I've does. lost my thread. Okay, bit. let me ask you some questions because yeah. I, I have them. Um can you tell me what how um how how much does how closely does this adhere to sort of the Joseph Campbell hero's journey and does it does it mimic the structure of a a typical like first chapter in 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 a, a hero's journey story that is to say does it sort of have a similar arc to you know star wars a new hope or uh you know star trek 2009 or like does it have a similar sort of arc does it end in a i don't want you to tell me the ending but does it does it leave in a in a you know we've we've tied this up and sure there's room for a sequel but like this is the end of this story or is it more of an empire ending where it's like Clearly, there's more to come. Okay, that's a great question. Um, so or like a it's Dune a, Part One ending, you know, like so it's a full story. Okay, so you can finish it, and there it's a trilogy, but you could okay, finish it. That was my next question. You could finish it and be like, "Well, that was good." You know, like I got it. But I would say it's like if it's the original Star Wars trilogy in yep. one story, mm-hmm. like you smush that entire story. So then the the second book is the like, well, now what? You know, wait, wait, wait. the first book is the entire Star Wars trilogy. I would say story. it's like more akin to that. Interesting. Okay, yeah, okay, and then okay, the second book is like, well, now what do we do? Okay, got you know, it. because yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like because like we did this bit, but there's like, like some tantalizing things that maybe we didn't do the right thing. It turns out maybe we did, but maybe we um, didn't. And it like kind of so I would say that like yes, it does follow the typical Joseph Campbellian um, hero's journey cycle. He follows the hero's cycle. Um, mm-hmm, but it, mm-hmm. but it, it it's so what, what I liked, I think, cause you know, like it tricked me. That's what uh, I know stories so well that when a book can trick me several times, I go, dang, that was good mm. because it, it wants you to know it's the typical journey until it gets to a certain point when you're like, oh, wait, you didn't think of that. Let's back wondering how we got here let's back that up remember when this 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 and this and this happened well actually that's how we got here and you're like dang you got me like um oceans 11 you know like you watch them like leave the you watch them leave the hotel and you're like they did it and then they like back up and you're like oh wait a second uh-huh. that's why they did it. it's kind of, it doesn't do that in its format but like that's the that's how i felt at the end i was like well you d- you done tricked me good. There were a you couple know, of things that I didn't expect, and you got me. Earlier today, I was listening to a podcast that made mention of Ocean's Eleven, mm. and how I strange, like, oh, man! I, <laughs> how strange! I, I know. Um, and I was like, man, I uh, I gotta watch that movie. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. I love that movie. So when you asked me a few minutes ago, do you do like, I like ice? ice. Movies, yeah. I was like, yeah, I like Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Yeah. And so it's funny that you specifically bring up that example because that has been very much on my mind all day. It is very much like that in its own way, like the the crew dynamics and like 
the plan like that they, they're called crews like they even like refer to themselves mm-hmm. as that like this is the thing we got to break into this thing to get we got to break into the bellagio mm-hmm. yep we got to go into yep. the funds and like we to gate this thing but it keeps there's a fountain there's a fountain but because literally you, it's a casino it's in las vegas there is a fountain that's what yeah i mean it's this they're just reading the fountain head i don't know um <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's um, it's it's not a heist in the way that like it's not dog day afternoon. It's not like a bank robbery, you know, or something like that. It or heat, you know. But it is, it is the um, we need something, and this is how like like this is how we make, you know, this is how we make it happen by like mm-hmm. you know weak points here, weak points here, and that like involves one giant what i would describe as a heist yeah a con a con job yeah. it's a con yeah, job. i do love a good like con con man st- lovable con man story you mentioned you know lovable rogue um sort of character you were referring to vin no actually i was not referring to vin it's interesting that you say that so vin is like your entry point pov character right um mm-hmm. and then you have kel who's like her her mentor right the mm-hmm. OB, but he's on his own path of discovery at the same time but you have these other characters who are on the crew the matt damons the you know the matt damons the brad pitts the sure um i can't remember anybody else that was in that movie right off the top of my head um but um there i would say the lovable crew like the people who fill out the star you know who fill Elliot out gould um elliot gould yeah there actually is kind of an elliot gouldish character um, but like I said, there was like an Alfred Jensen like kind of combo. So there's like there are other characters that um, all serve their own purpose. You're the strong man. You're the thinker. You're the the sure. general. You're the this and like and they all go off and they all do their things. But their dynamics are that of real people with real okay. wants and desires. They just don't feel like stock characters, and they don't speak in elevated language which i think is something that like uh, you always yeah. like we might think of when we think of um fantasies yeah, everywhere yeah. but it's um but it's just like you and me baby you know is it set in a particular oh you said it was the 17th century well so yes and no so uh, this is not really a spoiler because i have no idea what happens but there's a there's another trilogy or quad trilogy that comes after this but it's set 300 years after this initial trilogy and I know that one takes place in like 20th century adjacent, like it takes place vaguely in the 20s in its own world. So you kind of just kind of go backwards from there and you're like, it's like the way that they talk, like they carry canes, they have suits and like big dresses with, you know, bodices and stuff like that. So and, and this is Earth. It doesn't know. It doesn't say like, OK, it, it's okay, not. Okay. Yeah, I'm just like I. The fashion does make a difference because, like, Vin has to learn how to wear dresses and, like, oh, go okay. to balls and, like, all that stuff. So you're sitting somewhere in the, like, 17th century, you know, 17th, 18th century. So we've got some Pygmalion My Fair Lady there, too. Totally. Actually, that's a really, really good um, – okay. that's a, a really good um, parallel. Cool. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. They like okay. quite literally do have to teach her how to speak and how to move and how to wear a dress and oh, okay. yeah, like okay. Princess Diaries esque. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. I'm into that. Yeah. Um 
Wow, Pygmalion. Um, that's a that's an excellent excellent comparison. When you talk, so empire is it an empire on one planet or is it like an interplanetary thing? You know, like like no, a Star it's, Wars. It's funny that you say that. So like, it doesn't really it doesn't read as really sci fi or fantasy. Like you know, okay. like you say, like you need wooden horses to be fantasy and you need lasers or whatever to be science right, fiction. Yeah. So like in that way. It's fantasy because there are no lasers because there's no metal to make lasers or whatever. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just one land. Um, but okay. really, the entire thing takes place in one city. So, like, uh. what I think is what can make fantasy unaccessible is when it hops to a lot of different places. Because you're like, what's that name? Where the hell is that? I don't know what that is. Like, where are the mount? Like. None of that matters. This is the city in which the story takes place. That they cool. na- they name it a lot. You know what it is, and then cool. from there it's like it's this warehouse, this castle, mm-hmm. and then that castle. The end. Cool. You know, it's like it's almost it reads like a television show, or in some ways almost like a video game. Like I could like easily imagine like, and now you're this character going on this mission, doing this thing, and getting this thing, and like whatever else like uh getting the macguffin that you didn't realize but i mean they're not really going for a macguffin but yeah um but the empire nature of it has this um cambellian like nature to it i'll i'll call it that because it's like the 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 lord ruler is an unknown entity how is he immortal what is he like how is he this powerful so it's a, it's a lot like palpatine in that in that way like i just don't know but it does mm. give you the answers by the time the thing is over and it does trick you like it like wants you to go in this direction and it sets everything up beautifully just for it to be like just kidding it's this you should mm. have known why weren't you paying attention um and i like so that it, so there's a it sounds like there's like a morality tale Yes, which to it correct, which is where okay. I wanted to point out that like Sanderson is uh, practicing whatever he is, right? Because right, like, right, right. Clearly, okay. he's interested in the. There's one character, the the Jensen Alfred combo, who's like so he's a thing called a keeper. So they have like, Alamancers are the um, like we can use metal as like our superpowers. It makes us strong. It makes us fast, fast, whatever. The other side of it is that like they can use it to store information like this other group they're like oh i can like read a book now it's in this bracelet and so if i ever need it i just tap into the bracelet and now the whole book is in my brain like um and so um that character like his specialty is religion like he's like there's only one religion in this world and it's the lord rulers my job is to make sure that other cultures religions are met and so he like basically tries to sell people on different religions he's like i think this one would be good for you try this one it's like they like you know hmm. this 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 culture that doesn't exist anymore like this this and this and this and so at the end of it the core of it is about like why faith in something is important why um why um not just faith in something is important but why is something real important and like where can you put your faith in something that like and that actually matters instead of something that where you're told matters. So it's like being of this world versus being of the netherworld. I see. I yeah. see. Because it's all wrapped up in 
Christ figures too, like you know, like uh-huh. the the same idea. So it's like it's circling around all of that without like right. ever talking about it. Much like Star Wars, right? It doesn't actually say mm-hmm. any of that. It just is that. That's the story. Um, uh, and I, uh, I think you'd you'd like that aspect of it mm-hmm. because it sounds like something I would like. Yeah, yeah, I think because I think what I can't oversell is how interesting the world is without being complicated. Like, because I mean, yeah. like, cause you like sci-fi for, you know, like, you know, like Star Wars is not of this world, right? There are different sure. rules to it. And like, you got to learn those rules, but it tells you over a comfortable period of time, right? Mm-hmm. You just kind of learn them as you go. And th- this one does that particularly Mistborn does that. Like, you know, ne- I've never felt, so I'll do it this way. So I listened to the majority of it. I kind of listened and read. But okay. I almost I hate listening to fantasy because they're like names I can't recognize. Yeah, they're yeah, places yeah. I can't recognize. I don't understand like the rules of the world. And I listened to this and I had no problem following along cool. because the na- sometimes like the names are like Breeze. Okay, I got that. Mm. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Vin mm-hmm. is an easy name. Kel yeah, is sure. an easy name. You know, like they're 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 not our names, but they're still easy to grasp onto. You sure. know. Elland is an easy name to grasp mm. on to, you know, like they're not, um, you know, um, so I think, cause I know you're like, I would say not much of a reader, more like you're more of a listener than a reader. Right. Yeah. You know, so, um, so it, it, it is something I would say, like argue that it is a great, like I'm mowing the lawn. I'm going to listen to this or I'm mm-hmm. going to the grocery mm-hmm. store. going to pop in my headphones because yes. it moves. Like and the the narrator is excellent too. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't hurt that he knows exactly what he's doing. Um, yeah. What uh, is the f- name of the first book? Just Mistborn. Mistborn. Yeah, technically it's Mistborn: The Final Empire. I think. Okay. Because I think that which is took me forever to. I was like, well, if it's the final one, is that the final? Yeah, that sounds book? like it would be like book three of the trilogy. Yeah, I'm yeah. so confused. But the final empire is the name of the empire. So it's like it's the galactic yeah. empire. It's the final empire. The final. There will order, be no. Will. Yeah, the final. Oh, yeah, there will be no more. We're the best. Yeah. Um, and it's really good. I mean, like, because like they're like you said, how you feel obligated to like. Remember you said that early. You feel obligated yeah, yeah, to yeah. do these things. There are these characters called obligators. Which oh, are, funny! Which is why, which is kind of why I laughed. They're like the. I don't are know. they like the ones that go around telling people you have to read this and you have to like it? Exactly, just, they're yeah. like the dark Mistborn. It's like the best way I can describe it. So oh, they're like okay. So like if, the Sith, yes. Yeah, so if you have the Lord Ruler who is Palpatine, then you have the Obligators that are his Darth Vader's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If there's a lot, if there's like Inquisitors, a, even the Inquisitors. Actually, that is yes, that's a, a good way to do it. Obligators, so, Inquisitors. Mm. Yes, you see, this one came first, but yeah, uh, all the same. Oh, I guess obligatory the, I guess the, Inquisitors. I guess the Inquisitive obligatory Inquisitorial Squad. The Inquisition itself came before all of these things, but truth. It wants you to make those historical parallels too, like it, and like, that was around the 17th century, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. It's all in the same. It's all in the same time. It all connects. It is. So, well, I, the reason I really wanted to pitch this to you is because, like, you're not a fantasy guy. Like, you're not. But I think, like, right. this is something that you could actually take in and be like, well, it turns out that I am, I, I can enjoy a good fantasy. I just needed to find the one that worked for me. And mm-hmm. it turns out mm-hmm. it was the less is more, you know, the less is more story. Yeah, less is more. Mm-hmm. 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 And th- that's how I would describe it. It's like. Like, by the time you finish, you're like, 
that was not just a great story with great characters and I want to keep going, but I feel like I understand the world without being talked down to or into. Yes. Yeah. Like I you, like that. You know, the, the thing that so often turns me off is is not even feeling talked down to, but more like the the uh, idea of like, we're going to mention this once and you got to keep up. Like, keep up with, like, there are 37 characters and they're all important and I'm going to mention them once each and then I'm not going to, like, remind you in any way. Like, I, 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 I think that's probably my, my ADHD showing where it's like, I can't keep track of all these different people. Like, yeah. I can't, you know, yep. to be honest, it's silly, but like Lord of the Rings is intimidating to me because of so many places and, and no, people. I don't and... think that's silly. If that's not your bag, that's not your bag. So this one isn't like that. Here are your two main characters. Like the sometimes the chapters rotate and then and then four what do you mean or five by the, the chapters rotate. Who's who's narrating? Yes. No, it's all third person. It's all a third person, but it's like but it's third person limited. So like yeah. this chapter's Vin. And then, like, we'll see what Kelsey is doing while Vin's doing her thing. Got it. Sometimes, Got it. Okay. like, it doesn't always go back and forth. It's not. It doesn't. Uh, but, um, um, but it's. Uh, and then you have secondary characters whose names are easy enough to remember that by the end you go, okay, I remember these four other people. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like it's good, and that's really all you need to know. So it, it's like, it's it's such an easy entry. Um, yeah, I would. I recommend I I've recommended it to a few people already, but I like for you because it it hits upon the things that you like from other franchises, even if they're in Star Wars land or Star Trek land or superheroes or whatever. It like has all of those elements kind of in some ways like Doctor Who, like Doctor Who has all these things that you like and then you mush them together. And here you go. Yes. Born can be kind of like that. OK. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 Because at the end of it. Yeah, there might be horses in it, but they don't use them. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, so I'd say give it a try, especially if you're like, I really need a break from my podcasts, like, or yeah, something. Yeah. You know, I need I need a palate cleanse. This is a good palate sure. cleanse. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That was a good pitch. That was a very good pitch. Yeah. Uh, I, I applaud. I applaud you for that. That was very well thought out and well delivered i would say that it was semi well thought out and just okay delivered i'm harsher on myself than not but i you appreciate are. it all the same you are harsher on yourself but yes that was that was a very compelling pitch yeah i think part of it is you enjoy characters that are good for the sake of being good like you can't like like you can be like this is a good person and i appreciate they're a good person and they don't have to have a, like this dark crisis of conscience to understand that they are. They just are. Yeah, yeah. And that's a few people in this book. They're just cool. good for the sake of being good because that's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and that like just makes you feel good at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank, where can the people find us? You can find us at beerwithgeeks.com. You can email us at beerwithgeeks at gmail dot com. You can rate and review the podcast uh, or subscribe anywhere that podcasts. Are found. Please do leave those readings and reviews because they do help quite a bit. Uh, you can find the show notes for this episode if you want to find links to buy the book on Amazon or Audible. Those are in the show notes at beerwithgeeks.com. Uh, and you can support the podcast apart from leaving ratings and reviews. Uh, if you want to do something a little bit more, uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio and uh, you can help us pay the bills that keep the show going. Indeed. Give me money. Anyway, Frank, it was <clears throat> great 
to see you as always. So until next time, cheers. Cheers.